Blog Talk Radio. Underground Radio, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, um, Listen Notes, you know, everything that we on. I can't name them all right now. Google Play, iTunes, all that. You know what I'm saying? Big shout to everybody that be listening. You know, we got love for y'all. But as promised, in the building, we got Billy Way Rock in the building. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What's going on, my brother? How you feeling? Ah, uh, man, we feeling good, man. We glad we got you here, man, to put us up on that, some of that hot rock music, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. That's what I do, brother. <laughs> Let the people know where you calling from. I'm out in the Northwest, man, you know, uh, out here in, uh, near the Spokane, Washington area, you know, eastern Washington, man, you know, doing my thing. Yeah, now, now so who are some of the people who inspired you, man, to, to, to do what you do? 
Man, I, I, I'm, inspired, I'm inspired by some old school cats, man. I came up, I remember as a kid, man, listening to a lot of, you know, uh, varieties of music, man. Like, I, you know, a, a lot of uh, Confunction and Rick James and Prince and those type of cats, man. And, you know, I grew up in the country, man, so we had to, we heard a lot of different types of music, man. Anything from, you know, a lot of Hall of Notes and, Elton John and Errol Smith and all that, man. So I got like a whole jambalaya of different types of music that's inspired me to do my thing, man, you know? So you come back from the days like, you know, when Cats was, you know, it ain't, it ain't this electric thing or these sample things that's going on now. You come back from the days when brothers used to really put together the sessions and, you know, do the riffs and the drums and the drum patterns, you know, the stuff that dudes oh, be sure. trying to sample to get now. You know, how for you sure, feel? man. Because I, like, I look, I got a lot of love for cats out there that's lost in what I call auto tune world. <laughs> but man, yeah. I, you know, I come from an era, man, where if you couldn't sing, man, and then you, you just, you know, you picked another career. That was it. You know, you didn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't run out and get some more sophisticated software to try to make up for things, man. You just have to put in the work. You know, and that's the yeah, one. Yeah. I got for a lot of rap artists out there. There's a lot of them out there, man. They're out there, you know, battle rapping and doing their thing, man. They're putting in the work. They're getting their lyrics right, you know. And then you got that other crowd of them out there that they just sit around and they go get them an auto-tune and buy some beats off the Internet, and they want to go try to be famous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You you are you are so right, man. That's so true. And, and the thing about it is, um, you know, I want to ask you, like, you know, if you had what what is something in the music business right now that you would change that, you know, from being from coming back from like you all the times you said to now, what is something that you would change right now? Well, I would change the law so that these big corporations can't own two hundred damn radio stations. Okay? And and I and I tell you why I say that, brother. I say that because back in the day when I got started in this if you had your song that you thought was the baddest, you know, tight, hottest, hottest track ever, you know, you can go to your local radio station, and if they loved it, they would play it, and they'd call their buddy up in the next town and go, hey, I got this song that's really great. you got to hear this. Then they would play it, and it would spread you know, like wildfire. Now, if you go to the local radio station, well, I got a great song. They'll tell you, well, I don't know what to tell you, man. We we can't do nothing, man. We're a clear channel station or we're a, a whatever station. You know what I'm saying? And it stops a lot of, like, homegrown talent from coming up because they got nowhere to start. You know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. the one thing that I wish would change about this business, man. And, and um, like, the instruments, like, you feel like a lot of it ain't too many artists like yourself that can sing and play instruments. Back in the days, most people that sing they knew how to play one or one or, or many more instruments. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, oh yeah, because you know the thing was, man, back in the day, you know, when you you learn how to sing, well that's fine, but how you gonna make a song? So you have to figure out how to play that piano, or figure out how to play that guitar. Well, now, people don't do it no more if they ain't got to. Again, that when they think they can sing, the first thing they do is go to the Internet and download a beat and start singing to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, so I, yeah, it, it stays a little bit different, man, you know? Yeah. Now, being an African-American rock artist, man, you know, tell me some of the 
challenges, some of the the pluses and the challenges of that, you know, that you have faced, you know, because there's well, not too many of us. That's that. That's real. Back in the days, there was a lot of us, but right now, there's not too many of us that do that. That's real, man. Now, I'll tell you, the, the plus is I'm different, okay? So when people hear or see me in concert, you know, it's different, something different that they've been watching all night or maybe ever, you know? Um, now, the negative is, is I'm different, <laughs> And, you know, when I go into some of these rock venues and they think I'm going to meet some white dude with long hair and I'm a six foot four brother and they look at me like, what's going on? You know, so it's it's got its pluses and minuses and challenges, man. But, you know, Steve Martin, the comedian Steve Martin once said that he famously said, you know, you just need to be so good that they can't ignore you, you know, and so. When I get in them situations, I just thank God that I put in a lot of work to get to that moment. So when the music starts, whoever thought whatever about my skill goes into the wind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's real. That's real, man. So you got a song, right? It's called, you know, the, um, you know, I'm bringing, I'm bringing back, I'm bringing back rock. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm bringing rock back. Excuse me. Uh, what was the inspiration to that song? Well, I feel I feel like man, look, there's for a lo- for a long time. You've got to remember this, man. When I grew up in the country, man, we only picked up two radio stations. Okay, one played a bunch of rock music, or we used to call that white people music, and another another station played nothing but R&B and soul. Okay, well, the R&B and soul station wasn't on that you know all the time. A lot of times it was religious, and they'd play some R&B every now and then. But the rock station was on 24 hours, and it would go through 12, 13 different white songs, as we called them back then, before they get to one Ohio player song. You know what I mean? So I've, I grew up fond of rock music, man. Just about every funky funk song that matters, when you go to the extended remix of it, the best part of it is a rock guitar solo. You can go right down from Knee Deep. You hear just the long version of Knee Deep, Funkadelic. That rock solo yeah. in there, man, is, woo, man, you know. Uh, one Nation in the Groove, rock solo. You go right down the list, man. A lot of these groups, you know, the time, everybody through the years, Prince, obviously. My point is, I like rock and roll. Well, right now, rock and roll is having a hard time because – the two biggest forms of selling the music right now is number one is hip hop and rap. Okay. Number two, mm-hmm. country. And then it's rock. It's actually alternative rock. And then it's regular rock and then it's everything else. And I kind of thought, man, what it needs to do a song that just kind of recognizes some of these rock bands and their contribution to music, man. And so I, I did it, man, you know. And I was surprised to learn that the, the American Music Awards get ready to come out under the rock pop category. They ain't got no rock bands. Imagine that. Wow. That's <laughs> crazy, <one>. right? <laughs> yeah. That's not man. Yeah. Well, we going to get into that song. We got him in the building, Billy Ray Rock. This joint right here. All right? We going to rock this joint right here. I'm bringing rock back. Let's get We're going to come back and keep talking with the brother. Let's do it. Beef Stew Radio. Y'all know how we do it. 
in one genre and drag them over to another. At least listen, man, you know. Because people nowadays, brother, as you know, people get in their corner and they want to hear what they want to hear, you know. And so yeah. anytime I kind of drag them over, man, I feel it's, it's a blessing, man. Now, and you said something earlier that, that really rung me. Like, you know, like you said, cause hip-hop rap is making more money than this country. And, you know, country kind of branch rap into it. You know, like, you know, they got, like, you could take um, Little Nas, you know what I'm saying, with his song, you know what I'm saying, that kind of, you know, really brought country and rap together. You know, I think maybe if, if a lot of more rockers, because back in the day, you know, the most classic song that everybody loved is Run DMC and Aerosmith, Walk This Way. Oh, yeah. I think if we had a lot of more rockers get, with rappers, you know, like and getting over some funky joints like you just played, like we just played just now, I think I think things would be different, man. I agree, brother. I, I agree. And I think the thing that's stopping it from happening, man, is that, you know, I think um, metal, heavy metal, I think right now is more of a detriment to rock than anything. Because I know when I talk to people and I say I'm a rock artist and I do rock music, the first thing they say is, you mean all that screaming and yelling? <laughs> mm. I say, no man, I you know, I make music and I go, oh, okay. You know, and it's and, and so I think like unfortunately rock bands out there think they're gonna lose street cred with their rock audience if they get involved in involving, you know, rappers in what they do and and I think it should be the opposite, brother, you know. I think we should be embracing these genres, man, and that's what's gonna make it, you know, Flourish, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you a, a, a lot because you know, hip hop was really like, especially back in in the, in the olden days, was you know brought up and created off a of British rock beat. You know, a lot of British rock and you know a lot of Afro rock, and you know the beats when it was when Africa, Bambada, and Cool Herc and them, yeah. and what before it was sampling. You know, and a lot of those songs that you know that we used back in the days was rock records. You know, there was groups yep. that was from um, from overseas and Europe and things like Trans Europe Express and 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 different things and a few funk bands like you know James like we all know James Brown and BT oh, yeah. Express and some groups, but it was like a lot of rock and roll things. It's, it's in the growth of hip-hop, and I just think that we haven't really never put it together as years became going on, you know, like you just Agreed. said. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, well, how do you go about creating your song? And, and, and another thing, before we even get into that, as an African-American, do you feel more African-American people who are, they don't accept you? Like, you know, like some... People, black people see a person and say, I'm a rock and roll singer. And it was like, what? Like, I remember when The Living Color came out. Everybody was like, yo, what, what's going on? You know, like, is they real? But but they joints was hot. But it took a minute for people to, especially the black community, to, to, to tick on yeah. to them because we didn't really understand what was going on. Do you find that some of them challenges still go down at, at this very they, day? They still do, man. But thanks to some, thanks to artists like Prince, I make it sound like there's so many of them, but there's only one Prince. But thanks to an artist like Prince, people are quicker to accept that a guy could have a straight rock joint out there and at the same time um, pull off enough funk tracks that they accept you for both. But the thing is, is that 
with black folks, the funk tracks that you do got to be legit. Like, they got to know it's coming from a place of of legitimacy and history. And if they feel that in the moment, you can get out there and sing Mary Had a Little Lamb with a rock guitar and they'll still like it. You feel me? You know? Mm-hmm. They, they won't feel like you're some kind of sellout or nothing because this dude's got legit funky tracks. Like, I, I did a song called uh, Sexy People Around Me, you know? And... It's legitimately funky. By any measure, you talk. I talk to DJs that don't even mess with rock. They love it. Okay, so when those same DJs hear me doing a rock song, you know, they still rock with me because they go, well, this dude knows what he's doing on either genre, you know. But mm-hmm. I've gotten some DMs from brothers that's like, man, how you going to sit up here? You're a sellout if you're doing this rock music and you're running around there trying to act like, you doing funk dance. And I tell them, look, because yeah, I'm a multi-genre artist, man. I, I, I'm blessed with the type of voice and the skill set that I could sing a rock song and then sing a funk song and sound just as good singing either. And not everybody could do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I feel lucky that I got that, okay. But having said that, yeah, I get a little bit, but not enough to stop my role, man. So I just keep on pushing on, man, you know. For, for me, for somebody to call you a sellout is crazy because if you go back into where rock we created, you know, it was created between a, mostly black artists, you know what I'm saying, Absolutely. back in the days. Yep, and, um, yep. you know what I'm saying, the black artists who we praise, you know, from Little Richard on, you know, and who we praise. And we don't really realize it because the, the color of the face has changed over the years, but that was that was music that we created in the beginning of time, you know. And so it's it's, it's really ridiculous to call somebody a sellout. That's 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 you know that's black and rock. But you tonight when I just mentioned a living color to you, I know it's like they don't never really get talked about. Do you know? And did you, how, why you feel like they don't get talked about and recognized as like one of the. I won't say the first African-American rock group. I don't know if they was, but they was one that really made a lot of noise and really, you know, brought it. I don't think that Living Color gets the attention it deserves, honestly, man, because they didn't have enough follow-up music. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I think they did the, you know, the, the Cult of Personality song, which I also love, one of my favorite songs. But when they came out of that, the question that everybody had in their mind, I believe, was, okay, are they here to stay? Are they a flash in the pan? Because, look, when you're the first to do something, you got to bring more than one hit. Like, I'll give an example. The Go-Go's. Now, when the, the Go-Go's came out, they were one of the first all-female bands, Okay. And everybody wanted to write them off as a flash in the pan, but the Go-Go's kept putting out hits, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't running everything, but they were selling out stadiums, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, people more remember the Go-Go's as this iconic all-girls band, but it's mostly because they had multiple hits. And I think the problem with uh, Living Color is they had that one hit, I think they had another song that did pretty well, but they didn't rattle off one platinum album after the next, not even quietly. Sometimes you hear these bands that come out and 
they have some success and you don't hear from them, you think they're not doing nothing, but they're releasing gold albums. Well, Living Color didn't even have that success quietly. They just did that album, and I think they did one other album, and that was it. But I think, to answer your question, I think the reason why they don't get the credit is because they didn't do much after that. As groundbreaking mm-hmm. as that song and album, as they were as a group, they didn't do enough after that to cement their kind of place, you know? That's a good answer. That's a real good answer. Now, you have um, a song called Don't Be Afraid. What was the inspiration behind that song? Well, I've dated women, man, that, that you know, they uh, judge you, man. They you know, judge you on what you did yesterday. You know, I, I was watching this one episode of Dr. Phil, and he said that they're the biggest, he said the biggest uh, uh, predictor of future behavior is past behavior. And I don't think that's always true, you know, because people do actually learn from stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and so when I wrote that song, it was kind of wrote on the premise that, you know, that somebody should be able to date or hang around with somebody as a friend or whatever and be judged on the merits of who they are and give them the benefit of the doubt in thinking that maybe they've learned from their mistakes and they're a better person than what they used to be. Because right now, people are dogged by yesterday. You meet somebody, the first thing they do is they go to your Facebook and all that and look up your history, and if it turns out, that you got some crazy posts and said some crazy stuff on some posts on your social media, they go, oh, I know who he is, or I know who she is. And for all you know, that's not even the person they are right now, you know? They've learned mm-hmm. from it. But that's kind of the premise of that song, man. I really love that song, man. That's one of my favorite songs I've done. Well, we're going to get into that right now. We got him in the building, Billy Ray Rock in the building. This is Don't Be Afraid, Beef Stew Radio. You know how we do it. We play the hottest joints out there. Let's get it. Don't be afraid. Don't let them Mom's 
masses away to jail. I'm trying to bring you up, not drug you. If I live, I want the best. I'm bringing the soul to stick up. Oh, Or I remember when I was in junior high, or I remember when I was 
our first date with my girl on the we heard that or whatever it is, you know. So that that's what I want no, three years from now. But, what other advice could you give that kid in junior high that's like in band class right now, but that got the aspirations to be the rock star or the R&B singer, you know what I mean? Or, you know, just or the jazz player. Well, I always feel like this, man. I, I, I would give this advice. If you're going to build a house, you got to understand what a roof is, a wall is, a foundation and a floor is. And once you got that structure, then only then, man, can you talk about what kind of couch you're going to put in there, whether it's going to be a two or three or four bedroom and whatnot. That's the way it is with this music thing, man. Those walls and that roof is whoever's listening, that is your scales. That's your, your, your time to understand the theory of the music you're doing, how to hit the correct note. Once you get all that squared away, then you can worry about putting your own personality and, and feeling and emotions into it. But you got to figure out how to build the foundation of that house before you start to decorate it. And that's the best advice I can give you anybody, man. Because if you start talking about decorating and you don't even know what a wall or a roof is, it ain't going to stand up. It definitely ain't going to last. It ain't going to be nothing for nobody to want to look at. All right. Now you got the song Dance With Me, man. What was the inspiration behind that? That was kind of like uh, all the songs that I do, I use titles from songs from yesteryear, even though it ain't a remake. This song Mm. Dance With Me is is my own kind of personal tribute to Rick James. He had a song on his Throwing Down album, which was the album after Street Songs, which of course had Super Freak and all that on it. Um, he had a song in there called Dance With Me. And I've always loved that song because it's got a real kick-ass uh, saxophone solo towards the end of it on the album version. And so uh, I, I named it Dance With Me because of that. But the song, in, in terms of the lyrics and things like that, man, it's really just tribute to the 80s. I got that, you know, UB40 uh, uh, red, red wine line in the end of there. I stuck that in there. Just kind of a tribute to the 80s mostly, you know? You're not. All right. Well, you know, man, we we gonna get into that, man. But we want to thank you for stopping by and you know taking out the little okay. half hour to chat with us, man. We appreciate you and we love your music, man. And um, we love it, it, you know when you drop something else, man, to come back down, man. And when it's Corona get a little better, if you're ever in New York City, man, definitely come visit us. For sure, for sure, man. Much love, man. I appreciate the support, brother. Be good. All right. This is Billy Ray Rock. This is Dance With Me. We thank the brother. We're going to have all the information. Oh, before you go, man, tell them how they can follow you and get all, and get your music. You can find me, man, on uh, Instagram, Billy Ray Rock, the number one. Twitter, Billy Ray Rock, the number one. I'm on YouTube. Just Google Billy Ray Rock YouTube, and I should pop up. Or you can just go to my website and find all that at BillyRayRock.com. All right. So y'all heard that, Billy Ray Rock. Make sure y'all do that, man. Make sure y'all support that. We support that. This is Dance With Me. We in the building, and we're going to be out on that one. Be stupid, y'all. Y'all know how we do. What's up? Billy Ray, what you do? Let's do this. Do you wanna dance? Dance with me. 
with me. Do you want to dance? Two drinks. My place. Outside. Don't hate. Let's go. I dip. I grind. You stay. Country boy. Like me. Don't care. What race. You think. I'm sick. This curve. I make you want to say I Yeah, yeah, yeah. 